students of the beautiful Word of God know that the very last days of this present earth will be very terrible times. During the great seven-year tribulation period that leads up to the Battle of Armageddon, a tribulation which may have already begun or could begin at any moment, this world as we know it is gone. The world's constructions and its entire infrastructure will be destroyed skyscrapers to bungalows, electrical grids to sewer systems, bridges and roads to hospitals, everything. God is preparing to unleash His terrible days of judgment, yet in the middle of all this, His saving hand is still extended. Have you been born again this time of the Spirit of God? It's time to purchase without money your eternal life assurance policy. It's your time to embrace Jesus Christ, the only way of escape, and the only name under heaven by which men can be saved. This is truly a limited-time opportunity. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Zechariah fourteen one through 5 Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azael. Yea, ye shall flee, like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. God said, Revelation sixteen seventeen through 20, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of God from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were great voices, and thunders, and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake, and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found." God said, Luke twenty one ten and 11, Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines, and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. Some find it hard to fathom, but God does use what one might perceive as natural disasters to judge the inhabitants of the earth. Such an idea draws the ire of the God ignorant, but the reality remains. One might only think of Noah's Ark and fish fossils on every mountain peak, or Sodom and Gomorrah, where God rained down fire and brimstone, what meteors are made of, out of heaven to destroy the Sodomites. Archaeologists spades say yes. During the very last days, and that means these days, these judgments of God, called natural disasters, will become unnaturally pervasive and unnaturally devastating. Some of the theological ilk assert that God is not predictable, 
But concerning our situation on this planet and in this universe, nothing could be further from the truth. In his Holy Bible, in his declarations, and in his prophecies, God clearly declares the beginning and the end. There is no ambiguity. God is predictable. God functions in clearly delineated lines of order and pattern. Judgment in particular requires wickedness to come to a fool. The first global judgment takes place 1,656 years after Adams first opens his eyes. Genesis chapter 6, 5 through 8. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Wickedness had come to a fool. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed by God because wickedness had come to a fool. In Genesis fifteen fourteen and 16, God holds off the judgment of the Amorites and says, The iniquity of the Amorite is not yet full. The prophet Daniel in chapter 8.23 speaks of the last judgments of God and writes these telling words, when the transgressors are come to the full. Before judgment, wickedness must come to the full. Consider the headline in the July-August 2015 issue of AFA Journal, which was originally published by the Sunday Times, uh, MX. The headline says, MX, New Gender Neutral Title. A paragraph follows. The Oxford English Dictionary is considering adding the gender-neutral term MX to the dictionary's list of honorific terms such as Mr., Mrs., and Miss. The title, frequently used in the UK by transgenders or those who wish to avoid gender-traditional gender designations, has also been adopted by government departments, banks, universities, newspapers, and the Royal Mail Poster Service, and even for driver's licenses. End of quotes. In the July uh, 24, 2015 issue of the week, you'll find the following on page four. Congressional Democrats have introduced legislation to ban the use of the words husband and wife in federal laws, saying they discriminate against gay couples. Gendered terms reflect prejudice and discrimination, says U.S. Rep. Lois Capps, and should be replaced by spouse and married couple. End of quote. The U.S. White House, as well as a host of other buildings, were bathed in rainbow color lights celebrating the legalization of gay marriage in all 50 states, which is in direct violation of God's word. Wickedness is coming to a fool. One of the last judgments Jesus speaks of in Luke chapter 21 quoted above is not just earthquakes, but great earthquakes. He didn't necessarily say more earthquakes, but from his statement, Great earthquakes shall be in divers places. And from a host of other prophetic statements concerning earthquakes, the Bible surely suggests more, much more. Until 1999, the frequency of earthquake activity on the earth was relatively constant, but things have changed. A few excerpts from a feature published June 2, 2014 by the Los Angeles Times under the heading, Quakes are increasing, but scientists aren't sure what it means. It follows. Now, it's, no, no, it's not your imagination. The Los Angeles area is feeling more earthquakes this year. 
After a relatively quiet period of seismic activity in the Los Angeles area, the last five months have been marked by five earthquakes larger than 4.0. That hasn't occurred since 1994, the year of the destructive Northridge earthquake that uh, produced 53 such tremblers. Over the next two decades, there were uh, some years that passed without a single quake 4.0 or greater. The U.S. Geological Survey has been publishing the increase in earthquakes uh, larger than 3.0 in the central and eastern United States in recent years. There have been more than 100 a year on average in the last four years, up from 20 a year between 1970 and 2000. That's definitely way more than the long-term average, Jones said. Is that something to worry about? If we knew that, we'd be predicting earthquakes, end of quote. EarthWeb, uh, EarthWebECS.co.uk measured two 11-year periods of earthquake activity and reported the following. For example, between 1986 and 1996, a period of 11 years, there were just 15 earthquakes listed by USGS of magnitude 7.0 or greater. This is not markedly different, albeit a slight increase from previous smaller periods of the 20th century, where an average of about 18 might be expected. But between 1997 and 2007, a period of only 11 years, there were 99 earthquakes with magnitude 7.0 or greater. This is more than a six-fold increase on the previous similar period and is a stark increase on any earlier decades in the 20th century, too. End of quote. A global earthquake announces the commencement of the dreaded Battle of Armageddon, an earthquake like never known to man will devastate the entire globe. Tectonic plate reversals will occur, where mountains will fall down flat and islands, which are basically submerged mountain peaks, will disappear. Earthquakes, great earthquakes are in the forecast. In the God Said, Man Said feature 21 signs of Doomsday Part 4, we list signs 19, 20, and 21. Here we go. Sign number 19, Zechariah 13, 6 through 9, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. And it shall come to pass, that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall be ca- they shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, it is my people, and they shall say, the Lord is my God. Sign number 19 is a ferocious last day battle that takes place in the land of Israel. In this attack on Israel led by the Antichrist, two-thirds of all the Jewish people will be killed. Imagine that the casualty count for this battle is already proclaimed. To calculate the number, multiply the Jewish population in Israel at the time of the attack by .666. Isn't it ironic that the number of the name of the Antichrist leading this murderous charge is 666? It's beginning to pour. Sign number 20, Zechariah chapter 14, 1 and 2. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. 
For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. The remaining one-third of the children of Israel will retreat to Jerusalem. Half of the city will be taken in battle, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Those taken in the captured half of Jerusalem shall go into captivity. The Ishmaelites and all the haters of the seed of Abraham will be licking their chops with anticipation as they prepare to do what so many other wicked have failed to do, totally obliterate the name of Israel from the face of the earth. The Jews left in the other half of Jerusalem will brace themselves for their final stand, and for what appears to be their certain final annihilation, it's beginning to pour. Sign number 21. Zechariah chapter 4, 1 through 5. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azale. Yea, and ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. Sign 21 is the return of King Jesus. He shall stand on the Mount of Olives, and an earthquake will split it in two. The nations of the world advance on the beleaguered remnant in their effort to finally suffocate the seed of Abraham. But something for the would-be conquering troops takes place that is horribly startling. The sky rolls back like a scroll, and the king of glory descends out of the heaven, landing on the Mount of Olives, which is just to the east of Jerusalem. The largest earthquake, the world, the earthquake, pardon me, that the world has ever known takes place, and the Mount of Olives is split in two. A huge valley is formed toward the east and toward the west, which extends to Azale. Revelation sixteen seventeen through 21. And the seventh angel poured out of his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings. And there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blaspheme God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. On Wednesday, February 11, 2014, an earthquake measuring 5.0 on the Richter scale rocked Israel. It didn't cause a lot of damage, but it did cause a lot of discussion and Israeli architectural soul-searching. Active fault lines run throughout Israel with one running directly under the Mount of Olives. The following excerpt is from the March 5, 2004 International Jerusalem Post under the heading, The Quaking Capital. 
The fault which reaches from Syria to Mozambique through the Jordan Valley along the eastern border of Israel and is responsible for the creation of the Jordan Valley, Lake Kinneret, and the Dead Sea has several rifts in the direction of Jerusalem. History is sure to repeat itself, according to the experts, although no one knows exactly when. The average is about one strong event every century, Solomon said, but the subject of predicting earthquakes is very complicated. We can only say that the location of future earthquakes will be along the Syrian-African fault, and that the magnitude could measure up to 7.5 on the Richter scale, and with 90% confidence that the next major quake will happen within 50 years, end of quote. The above statement was attributed to Dr. Amos Solomon, research geologist at the Geological Survey of Israel in Jerusalem. In the same issue of the Jerusalem Post in the feature All Shook Up, Dr. Rami Hofstetter, director of seismology division of the Geophysical Institute of Israel, said, We are going to have a bigger one, Hofstetter said. There's no doubt about it. We're going to have it. It's just a question of time. We know it's going to happen because we have historical information on this for the last 2,000 years. The Jewish people are aware that God prophesied of this horrific earthquake that will split the Mount of Olives in two, and they also know that it marks the coming of the Messiah. What they don't know is that this coming Messiah is the Messiah Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who bore the sins of the world. Also in the same issue of the Jerusalem Post is another article dealing with earthquakes under the heading, When the Earth Trembles, is the following excerpt. The Messianic Era is also to be marked by earthquakes in Israel. The mountains of Jerusalem are predicted to split, though it will occasion more joy than sorrow, end of quote. The joy mentioned in the above paragraph will be for the handful of Jews holed up in Jerusalem who are delivered by Jesus Christ. But for the armies congregated against Jerusalem and for much of the world's population, this is doomsday. For the enemies of the cross of Christ, this is doomsday. For the world as we know it, this is doomsday. For the world's government system, it is doomsday. For the pornographers, for Hollywood, for the alcohol industry, and all unrepentant sinners, it is not beginning to pour. It is doomsday. End of quote. The largest earthquake in modern history took place in Chile in 1960, and it measured 9.5 on the Richter scale. Could there be such an earthquake described in the word of God, so great an earthquake that it will devastate the entire earth? Again, from uh, Earth WebEx, it is not beyond possibility that a massive earthquake magnitude 10.0 or 10.1 on the Richter scale could be produced on the planet in extreme circumstances. This level of quake would cause damage to the earth's crust on a truly global scale with the fault line likely to circle a large part of the planet, causing massive destruction on many continents and probably unbelievably high death tolls. End of quote. Following excerpt is from the June 19, 2015 issue of the week. But today, as Jenner gleefully puts it, people like her are the new normal. The former Olympian's new incarnation uh, lovingly shot in full flower by Annie Libovitz, was met with instant adulation, said Matt Labash and WeeklyStandard.com. The likes of Lady Gaga and Ellen DeGeneres saluted her bravery. One million people signed up to follow her on Twitter, while ESPN announced it was giving Jenner its Arthur Ashe Courage Award. 
award. Bruce Jenner had spent the better part of the last decade being a tabloid joke, a visibly uncomfortable member of the exhibitionist Kardashian family. But Caitlyn Jenner was an instant object of hero worship, a cross between JFK, MLK, and J.H. Christ, all swaddled and elegant Donna Karen Couture, end of quote. Children of God, if we have ever run the race, it is time to run now. Don't look back. God said, Zechariah 14, 1 through 5, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azale. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord God, my God, shall come in all the saints with thee. God said, Revelation sixteen seventeen through 20, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. God said, Luke 21, 10 and 11, Then said he unto them, Nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines, and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.